0: Hi, everyone. It's me, Emily Bazelon. Charged is over, but I'm really excited to introduce you to the next show to come out of Slate Presents. It's called The Queen. You see, each season of Slate Presents will be a new narrative miniseries. So joining me at the mic is the host of the next series, Josh Levine. Josh, all right, I'm going to ask you some questions about your show. It's about Linda Taylor, who is this incredibly distinctive character in American political culture. So why did you want to write about Linda Taylor?
1: I started writing about her when I learned that the term welfare queen was actually based on a real person. I hadn't known that. And Linda Taylor was a woman in Chicago who was reputed to have stolen an enormous amount of welfare money and also drove a Cadillac and wore fur coats. And she was the template for this really vicious and racist stereotype. And I wanted to know who was this person who had been present at the creation of this enduring archetype, but had herself been totally forgotten. And I've spent years looking into her life and who she was and what became of her.
0: So Linda Taylor perpetrated, like, some pretty serious welfare fraud, right?
1: That is fair to say, yes.
0: And does that make her the norm or the exception?
1: Definitely makes her the exception. As we get into in the podcast, what was way more common was for people being indicted for the crime of having an extra job while they were on welfare. Because one of the typical stipulations was that when you're receiving one of these grants, you are not allowed to work. And the grants weren't enough for people to live on. This is in the 1970s. And so people got off the book's work, whether it was you know, babysitting or something else. And if a prosecutor, you know, and you, you know about this, Emily, if a prosecutor wanted to <laughs> get you for that, they could.
0: So you're focusing here on someone who's the exception, not the rule. And she is like a problematic or kind of unattractive exception, right? Because she is stealing money from the government. So how did you think about the idea that, like, reviving this story also could kind of breathe new life into an old stereotype? Like, did you wrestle with that when you were working on this project?
1: Yeah, I definitely wrestled with that. And it was something that was actually debated at the time in the 1970s during the brief period when she was a known person. And, you know, where I came out on that question was that the truth can be messy sometimes, and the truth doesn't always match up with your preconceptions or with a particular ideology. But in the end, I think it is useful to note that Linda Taylor was an exception and point out the fact that exceptional stories are the ones that get told in our culture and that those exceptions get blown up into you know as if they are. The norm, And we can kind of flag that and explain how that works and the structures that are in place that make that happen. And we can also describe what's lost, you know, in failing to note the fact that, you know, Taylor was a kidnapper and she also was possibly a, a murderer, as I found in my reporting. And some of the stories that weren't told were the stories of these other victims who were disregarded as if they didn't matter
0: do you, um, I don't want to make you give anything away that you don't want to give away, but is there a particularly exciting moment in your reporting? I mean, since you were excavating this whole story that has essentially been forgotten, I wonder if you had one of those rare moments where you found something that um, you were really excited about.
1: Yeah. So in episode three of the series, you will hear about a case from 1964 in which Taylor claimed that she was the daughter of a Chicago gambling kingpin. And this was the most exciting probate hearing in history, Emily. (laughs) So this guy left an estate. He'd had no known heirs. And so she went in front of a probate judge and said, hey, judge, I'm this guy's daughter. And so they kind of had it out in court. And I found this long lost case file from the 60s that nobody had ever seen that had an entire transcript of this hearing where just an unbelievable amount of crazy stuff happened.
0: Oh, my God. That's awesome. I can't wait to listen to that episode. So I'm going to inform our listeners of some of the mechanics of this series. Instead of getting new episodes over the course of a few weeks, Josh is going to release a new episode of The Queen every day this week. So today you'll hear the trailer. On Tuesday, you'll get episode one. Wednesday, episode two, Thursday, episode three, and Friday, you'll have episode four, and that's the final episode of the series. So you can go nuts and binge on the show all week. Now here's the trailer. We hope you enjoy it.
1: Hi, I'm Josh Levine, host of Slate's new podcast miniseries, The Queen. I first heard Linda Taylor's name six years ago. One of the first stories I read about her said she'd stolen $154,000 in welfare money in a single year, that she drove a bunch of fancy cars, and that she used 80 different aliases. Another article said that Taylor, the, quote, welfare queen, could change from black to white to Latin with a mere change of a wig. But while the myth of the welfare queen endured, Linda Taylor herself vanished from our collective memory. Almost 40 years after Taylor became known as the welfare queen, I started investigating what she'd really done and what had happened to her. On this podcast, I'm going to tell you what I found. I'll start with how the legend of Linda Taylor began. She was being painted as this big time crook and she was indicative of all black females who were on welfare. I'll also get into who Taylor really was. In some ways, she was a victim. The, the great lesson of this, uh, for me, is that people will come to their own conclusions based on what their prejudices are. But she was also a villain, a con artist, a kidnapper, and possibly even a murderer. My
0: grandfather was telling me that she had kidnapped me and they didn't know where I was. He had me so scared that, because he said she was just evil.
1: By the end of the series, you'll know what was done to Linda Taylor, what she did to others, and what was done in her name. Subscribe to The Queen on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening right now. The first episode drops in the Slate Presents feed on June 4th.